0: Brian McTaggart, insider for uh, MLB Baseball for the Astros. And and Brian, I I realize it's a small sample size, but it really is a terrific start for the Astros.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't complain about 6-1. Not only that, you know, the way they're they're swinging the bats. um, After, you know, last year they really struggled for most of the regular season swinging the bats and, and putting up runs. I mean, up and down the lineup, everyone's contributing and they have a, a run differential through seven games of uh, plus 33. So uh, they're outscoring their opponent by more than four runs a game. So if they continue to do that or even come close to that, they're going to win a ton of ball games.
0: And they're, they're not only hitting the ball, but they're hitting ball for power. Fifteen home runs already.
1: Yeah, that leads the majors. That's the most they've ever hit is the team through seven games. Uh, they hit three last night. So, you know, uh, And it's different guys, too. I mean, Cal Tucker has three. That's the most. But Correa's got a couple. Two they got on the board the other day. Jordan Alvarez has a couple. Uh, Brantley, I believe, has one. So, um, yeah, they're getting production at pretty much every spot in their lineup except their catchers, which hit ninth. But, you know, you don't worry too much about that. I mean, they have enough depth in the lineup to where, you know, the the catcher's number one job is to to work with the staff and catch the staff. I mean, there's not a lot of – Offensive catchers out there in baseball nowadays, like they used to be. So um, they're in good shape there with Maldonado and Castro behind the plate. And if those other eight guys are mashing, they'll be okay. And
0: what about Jose Altuve? Obviously, uh, so far, doing a nice job as the table setter at the top of the order, hitting over 300.
1: Previous five years, and uh, there was some debate in spring training who who was going to hit leadoff, but uh, Dusty Baker decided to put Jose Altuve back there. I mean, he's done it quite a bit in his career, he was the leadoff hitter before Springer, and he's done a nice job. I mean, Altuve did not have a good season last year in the regular season at all. I mean, he, he hit, I think, 219, which is about 100 points below his career average. So, um, you know, so far he's swinging the bat very well. Uh, you know, he hit a home run last night. He's swinging the bat. He swung the bat very well in spring training and has carried it into the regular season. And it looks like he's he's having fun. He looks like the Jose Altuve of, you know, 2017, 2018, just with the way he bounces around the field, the way he carries himself. And, you know, we just didn't see that last year from him, which was probably a product of the, the fallout from the sign-stealing scandal and, and all that did to weigh on him. But he looks like he's the Jose Altuve of old, which is a very good sign. Brian, can you talk a little bit about the pregame tribute to those who passed away before the home opener last night and kind of what went into the making the decision to do that? Yeah, I don't think they've ever done this before, uh, you know, as far as to this extent. They just had, a, they had like a, a minute-long video and a moment of silence where they – um, flashed different names and pictures on the screen of different people associated with the Astros who had passed away in the last year. And there were a lot of players, a lot of notable players. You know, Joe Morgan, uh, you know, he played with the Colt 45s and the Astros. Bob Watson, of course. Don Sutton played with the Astros for a year. Um, a handful of players that probably nobody, you know, had ever heard of that had played. And then some of their, a couple of their security guards had passed away. And then also fans. They had three fans who had passed away. They got recognition up there as well. Uh, sort of well-known fans that everybody knows about. So, uh, really nicely well done, and uh, it was well received. And they had a moment of silence. So it was it was nice to see uh, you know the Astros uh, you know honor not only players and coaches but uh, you know some other people that that worked for the team at the lower level and then and fans as well. What's the status of uh, Anole Paredes? Well, it looks like he's going to go on the injured list. Um, that's not official yet astros are still waiting for the results from an mri which should be coming down at any minute but um just found out not long ago that dusty baker uh told me that they're going to put him on the il probably he left the game yesterday with a side injury i don't know if that's an oblique intercostal you know abdomen don't know what it is but he didn't look comfortable he grimaced when they threw a pitch and and they decided to pull him out and they don't want to take any chances with him. they're going to need him for the long haul and You know, he's not pitched well this year. He's faced 12 batters. He's walked six of them, so you don't know if that's something that he had been dealing with for a while and trying to pitch through, and it finally caught up with him last night or if it was something that just came up last night. But whatever the case is, they'll they'll put him on the DL and puts him a little bit thin in the bullpen. I mean, they've already got Pedro Baez on the DL, Um, as well. Andre Scrub is on the DL, a couple of guys who probably, well, Baez definitely, he was their big signing as far as the bullpen goes in the offseason, but Scrub would probably be here and helping them at this point, so their depth is going to be challenged in the bullpen a little bit out of the gate. What was the atmosphere like uh, last night uh, for the opener? Oh, it was great. I mean, it was a a fun night at the ballpark. I mean, it was a great atmosphere. The roof was open. It was just a perfect night weather-wise, and um, it I, I, I'm not going to say it was like a playoff game, but just, just to hear the fans back and the roar when, you know, the home runs were hit and Altuve's running the bases. And, um, it was, it you just forget how much you missed that, just the sound of the fans. And then you think back last year in July and August, they're playing in front of just empty ballparks with no fans and just how, how lame, how lame that was. And it was totally different last night. And uh, everyone looked to be, you know, having fun and, you know, they played very well in one. So, um, yeah, it, it was cool to see see them back. And, you know, they're going to have 50% capacity through the month of April. I think that's 14 home games. So they had a little over 21,700 in the ballpark last night. And then, uh, then you know, at some point they're going to have to decide what they want to do with May. Do they want to keep it there or go up? But I certainly think by the all-star break in July we could see the, you know, the ballpark go up. Maybe seventy-five, maybe even a hundred percent capacity, like we saw the Rangers do on opening day. But it was a really good atmosphere. It was, it, it was, uh, it, it was a fun night at the park for sure.
0: And Brian, have the players talked about uh, their expectation for the crowds? I mean, you mentioned twenty-one thousand. Twenty-one thousand is a good is a good crowd on a uh, on a week night anyway. Besides that uh, being opening night, but twenty-one thousand. Did the fans? I mean, did the uh, players talk about the you know how they felt having the fans back in the ballpark?
1: Yeah, they've, they've talked about it for weeks now, just leading up to how, how pumped they're going to be to have the fans back. And then, um, you know, Jose Altuve said yesterday, just the, the energy that, that they gave the team was uh, really exciting. And, then, you know, circling the bases after a home run. I mean, it's the first time he had circled the bases with the fans cheering him after a home <laughs> run since he hit that walk-off against the Yankees and the ALCS in, in 2019. So, that you know, that's been a, a year and a half. So, um, I think they all loved it. They all enjoyed it. And it, it Crowd was into it too, and it, it was a big crowd. It looked to me like there were more than 21,700. I mean, there were parts of the ballpark that were absolutely jam packed, there were other parts you could tell were, were socially distanced. I, I think the fans had the choice, you know, what part of the park they could sit in. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, I think the, the fans enjoyed it, I think the players enjoyed it, and um, I know I enjoyed it than sitting there watching baseball in a quiet ballpark. That's no fun. I know that the Astros, they look really good right now. And a lot of these wins have come against the A's. Is that something where, can you really gauge how good this team really is? Or is it difficult with the A's being so bad this season? No, I mean, I don't think the A's are bad. I mean, you know, the A's won the division last year. And they, you know, I, I think a lot of people were picking them to win the division again. So, they're not, it's not like they're playing the Tigers or Orioles here. I mean, they're, they're playing a a solid A's team and they also split on the road with the angels, another team that's pretty solid. So I just think the Astros are playing that well right now. And uh, you know, they've outscored the A's in uh, five games. What is it, 41 to 11 in five games. And if you remember last year, they played the A's 10 times in the regular season, they scored 25 runs in in 10 games, that's 2.5 runs a game. And, And now they're averaging, I think over seven runs per game against the A's. I, I, I mean, the A's aren't playing well there's no doubt about that and we might look back and say you know they're a you know 90 loss team but coming into the season I mean the A's and Astros were the the two best teams in the AL West and I think the Astros have, have sort of um, established themselves here and, and sort of sent a message that no we're, you know we're the team to beat we won three consecutive division titles coming into last year and you know we're going to come out and you know we're going uh, you know, to be the, the team to beat in 2021 but they get one more, two more shots at the A's tonight and tomorrow, and that's uh, and then the Tigers come to town. But uh, you know they still have. Nine more games against the A's uh, later in the season, and,
0: and they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're taking care of those games at home. Uh, with with the win last night, obviously on opening night, and then uh, as you mentioned, they had a couple of more games with uh, with Oakland. They're off to a terrific start. and That's exactly what uh, what Dusty Baker is looking for, and in the influence that he's had on this club since he's got here, c- it, you can you can literally see it, can't you, Brian? Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it's clear why they hired him. I mean, he he had nothing to do with sign stealing scandal so you know you can ask him about that all you want he doesn't know he's not going to answer it uh but he will tell you stories about hank aaron and uh you know tommy ag and, and players that he played with when he was coming up and he's got a great reputation in the national media i mean all the national media that came in last year to talk to you know the astros and you know they wound up spending time with dusty and dusty goes back to telling his old stories but he also just lets the guys play and uh, he's done it forever. You know, it's 22nd year managing. He's closing in on 2000 wins has never won a world series. And so he's got a, you know, a a shot at it this year, had a really good shot last year and almost got to the world series. So um, he surrounded himself with a really good coaching staff. And I I think he lets them do their thing. And uh, you know, a lot goes on while, you know, around dusty that uh, maybe he's not as hands-on as we've seen other Astros managers in the past, like AJ Hinch uh, in previous years, but um, for where they are and what they need right now i i think he's done a nice job
0: hey brian what can uh, what can we read uh, as far as uh, the astros are concerned when it comes to mlb.com
1: well let's go to astros.com and we got stuff we got new stuff every day on the team um, on what's going on with the team and roster moves and injuries and so forth and then of course we get we have game coverage um and we you know we don't do we don't do typical game stories we pick a a topic and, and dive into it, dive into the analytics and get reaction and, uh, really break it down every night. So I hope y'all check that out as well.
0: I appreciate it. Uh, Brian McTaggart from the, uh, from the Astros and the Astros insider from uh, MLB.com.